Zone Podcast. We lead the charge on site. There's great career opportunities in construction, whether you're in the field or in the office. I am pumped. <laughs> Welcome to the Work Zone. This is your host, Riley. I'm here with Kelsey. And we have Jennifer Wukalik. Is that how you say your last uh, Yeah, name? actually. <laughs> yeah. Wukalik. I know I know that's like a question you get a whole bunch. What is what is the origin of Wukalik? Uh Yugoslavian. Yugoslavian. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we're doing this episode in March because it's Women's History Month. And we really wanted to highlight women at our company and in the industry. And immediately when we thought of this idea, I knew I wanted Jennifer on. And she thankfully accepted because Jennifer is my role model at the company. She's been such a great example of being a woman in the industry and at the company and being such a contributor and just defying all odds. (laughs) So I'm very excited that you're here and just to chat with you. Thank you. Yeah, that's an honor for you to say that. Yeah, well, let's just start with a little bit about you. Just, you know, who you are, how long you've worked here, how'd you get here? Sure. And why do you work safe? And with that, yeah. Yeah, so I pretty much born and raised in Washington. Um, After I graduated college, I did travel and live in several different states for work and construction, but majority of my life has been here. And I'm the oldest of four siblings, and so I've always kind of been a leader in a sense, you know, just from being the oldest of my brothers and cousins. And I knew I wanted to do architecture growing up, and so that kind of got me into construction, and maybe we'll talk about that more later, but that's kind of, I went to UW and started in architecture and then got into construction management. And... Yeah, working safe. I mean, I'm not married. I don't have any kids. Of course, I (laughs) want to come home every day to family. But um, a big part is just because I take pride in my job and this company. And I know it's really big to Brett and Greg and well, everyone, upper management and in the field. So um, I'm also a rule follower. (laughs) Like, so these are the rules and I'm going to follow them. And I try to preach that to others for people to do the same. Uh, Another thing I think, too, is teaching others, you know, I, I try to be safe and do what is right so that others can follow by example and know, Hey, you should be wearing your vet. Um, That's a really small example, but you know, doing things so that others can see what's right to do that and why we do that so that they can maybe not feel like the odd man out either. If we're all doing it, then it's not weird for someone to Mm -hmm. be following the rules and doing what's right. Yeah. And the little things make the big difference. So (laughs) Invest is important. Yeah, they do. So why don't you elaborate on on how you got into the industry there? You were were talking about like in architecture as a kid and and what was your path to construction? Yeah, so my very first job in life was when I was 15 years old. I worked at an architecture company called KMD Architects and my aunt worked there and I worked in the back room just kind of like sorting through tile and carpet samples and organizing that stuff. And then um, there was a girl that kind of taught me how to use AutoCAD and build models. And so um, I got really into architecture and that's just what I wanted to do throughout high school. So I got into UW, got into the architecture program. And then my advisor there said, hey, all of you architecture people, you guys are already in the College of Built Environments and UW doesn't require any prereqs to get into construction management. So you guys should apply. And I knew nothing about construction whatsoever. I remember sitting down trying to write my essay like... (laughs) what do I even write about? And um, 
I found something, probably some home remodel project or something, and applied and got in. And uh, with a handful of others, there were 60 students in my graduating class for construction management. And there was seven dual majors and we were females. So we were the highest in years to graduate, you know, that many females in the construction management program. So I graduated in 2009 and we were in the recession, so I said, well, I'll take any job that I can, architecture or construction, um, since I double majored and I got a job in construction on the Brightwater Tunnel. And so basically I just stayed in construction since then. I mean, I enjoyed uh, the people that worked in construction. The architects were a little bit more like stay late, not go to a football game type of thing in college. And I was like, I want some more of a life balance. And it paid well. And again, the job that I was in allowed me to travel. I lived in Portland, Hawaii, Texas, Chicago, California, and then back here to Seattle. So at the age of, you know, 25, that was pretty cool to like, yeah, I'm going to move to Hawaii and go to Chicago and stuff. So it was a really good experience. And um, I actually got connected with Northwest through Jerry Peterson, our estimator. We worked at SCI together when I got out of school and we just stayed in touch. And I was living in Chicago at the time and didn't love it. I wasn't looking forward to the cold winters. And he's like, oh, well, you should just come interview at Northwest. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I think I want to go back into architecture, you know. And so I was here um, visiting for a weekend and ended up meeting with Cameron Bell. He interviewed me and I really respected Cameron and thought that I could learn a lot working for him. So they gave me a job offer and I thought I would come here and like work for Northwest for like a year and then get into something prettier, you know, maybe working for an architect. And um, I've been here almost, it'll be nine years in June. And wow. I love it. It's been totally unexpected. And now I'm like, I'll just be here for the rest of my life, you know? <laughs> so it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Nine years. So when you, when you were in school, I, I know there's a lot of, uh, in education, there's a lot of pushes for uh, women in STEM, right? In general, mm -hmm. being uh, science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Did you, did you see that um, in, in, at the university there? Was that pretty prominent? Yeah, actually, I noticed it more in my high school than okay. college, I would say. Um, but again, I went to Holy Names, and it's an all-girls high school. So they, uh, all-girls Catholic high school in Capitol Hill, and they're always pushing for women and education and STEM. And so I would say there was a big push for that, you know, versus college, it was just kind of... You're just a number yeah. <laughs> type of thing. But my advisor, you know, she advocated for all of us in architecture and was trying to get us into construction management. Like, even though you're a female, there's still opportunities for you in this field. So there was some of it. Um, and yeah, it came from another female, which was great to see that she was pushing for that. So cool. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So you started nine years ago, almost. Mm -hmm. What was the team like then? And what is it like now? And how is that difference? Well, in general, we've just grown as a company all across the board. Um, when I was hired, we had another female project engineer. Um, and we worked together for a few years. Well, actually, there was kind of some competition when I first came because like, we were a year apart. And you know, in the same position and we both went to Holy Names. And so, and she was blonde right? and she was blonde. <laughs> it was brunette. So like, <laughs> I love that story. Yeah. And, uh, we, I didn't want anything to do with her at first. And then eventually at our old office, we were paired up in the same room and I was like, Oh, I got to share an office with this girl. And then we were like best friends. It was just great. And, um, once we moved into this new office, we were separate and we were also on separate jobs, but I feel like I just kind of had advanced into that PM role by having that separation. And we had our own identities once we knew each other, just that first initial <laughs> kind of not excited 
But since then, uh, we've had a couple interns, but we haven't had any other PEs or PMs that are female. So it's just me holding it down, (laughs) trying to encourage others to join. And um, again, Northwest has done a really good job letting me know that I'm meant to be in this position and that I am respected. And I didn't know that I could be a project manager. I remember being really intimidated when people were talking about doing that because I'm not confrontational. Chris Tully, he probably doesn't remember this, but years ago when I was asked to be a project manager and nervous about it, he told me, you don't need to be like mean or confrontational. Like the more information you know, the better. And people are going to respect you because you know what you're talking about. And they're going to come to you because you have the information they need. So that's always just stayed with me as like, I don't need to fight with people and I don't need to be some big boss, like (laughs) manager. I can just be knowledgeable. Um, So thank you, Chris, for that. If he ever listens to this. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Cause it's, affirming that you don't need to change who you are to be in the role like you can make the role your own and you're given the role because you can do it so you can do it however you want to do it and having that support from someone that's above me that is male and saying yeah you can do this not a problem you know yeah just to have others see you gives you that much more confidence too speaking of role models uh do you have any female role models in your life or anyone you'd you identify and and what about their leadership do you like i'm sure everyone says their mom (laughs) so my mom is a principal at her company and kind of runs the household and has always been uh in that leadership role and not someone to take no for an answer and even when she was young she had six siblings four boys three girls and Title IX was happening, and she uh, was really competitive. So she ended up playing on a bunch of co-ed teams when it was just, like, sort of appropriate to do so over in Bellevue. And she wouldn't just play. She would, like, be the pitcher, you know, of the baseball team. And yeah. she was always trying to – she never saw herself different than the boys. You know, she's like, I'm better than all these people. So she's even more competitive than I am and would be wanting me to do all these things and try out for certain stuff. I'm like, Mom, I'm not <laughs> – I'm not, I'm not you. I'm not that good. But just having that push at home made me have the confidence to know that if I want to, I can do what males are doing as well, or even other females. And then as far as in the industry, Shanna Dennis is a project manager for Selen, and she's a few years older than me. And I think she's the only person that I've met in our industry that's above me. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but as if in a female role. Uh, so I remember when I first met her, probably like 2017, uh, at a job we had in Covington, it was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I want to hear her story and know like how she got there. And she's a mom. Um, so just trying to see how she manages her job with two kids and her husband's stay at home dad. And so to know she's bringing in the income, like there was just a lot of inspiration in that and seeing what my life could be like if I continue in this industry, you know, not that I have to have the same uh, structure that she does, but just to know that I could continue my path as a project manager and stay in that role. And the option that you could, because it's not that common that you see that seeing that is kind of a cool thing to realize that Mm -hmm. you could, that's possible. And I think too, like, again, I don't have any kids and there's been some hesitation or even just thoughts as I (laughs) 
lay in bed at night or like, how do I, how do I keep up with my job and the life that I have now in the future with a family and kids? Like there, there's no way I can do that. And so those are things I also communicate with Brett and Greg or Cameron or whatever, just how do we keep a balance and keep it so I can have my head above water and still have a personal life on top of a job that can be really stressful and intense, uh, dealing with a lot of money and just, yes, people's lives, safety. Yeah. So I want to know more kind of about that. Um, I was thinking about this and really want to hear what you have to say to this question. How has Northwest supported your career as a woman in the industry? And that can be certain people here, the team in general. Yeah, I have a lot of things going on in my mind about that. So first thing that comes to mind is the field. Like it can be so intimidating as a female to go out there. You know, you do get a lot of attention. Everyone's who's this girl and they come up and talk to you, but you kind of use it to your advantage of, well, let's get to know these people and see what they're doing and hear about um, what can I gain from this conversation as far as the work that they're performing. And so it's been pretty easy to just get that attention, that information and to go out and learn. So I think there's been support from the field just to interact with me and take that seriously and know that I'm there to like actually talk about work and not flirt with them or whatever. And then I think from an office standpoint, there's been a lot of opportunities where I've had some one-on-one coaching. I've also been involved in the interview process. There's been different resources that the company has provided, you know, whatever direction you want to go. If I wanted to go back to school and get licensed, they would support that. So I think that by them saying, hey, we, we see you and we value you as an employee, what can we do to, you know, advance your career or make you happier here? Just asking those questions and allowing you to give your input on what you want to do has been really nice. And part of the reason I've been here for nine years because they, they do care. And that's shown clearly. You are very respected here. (laughs) I remember when I first started, everyone was talking you up and I didn't meet you, I think for a few weeks, but I had heard your name, I think every day (laughs) people would tell me about you all the time. And when I met you, it made sense. Very knowledgeable. You've taught me you know, even just a baseline understanding when I started, I didn't even know how to talk about things that we were working on. And I had no idea. And you would take your time willingly and pull me aside and give me a baseline understanding. And when you like, you didn't need to do that. And you had a million other things you need to do. And you chose to do that for me. And so I want to let you know, I really appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you. And that was really helpful. And for that coming from another woman was really awesome as well. I was really nervous to start my job. I think it, it was in June also. And I had no construction background. I studied communications. I worked in the tech industry before. So starting the job and then, you know, immediately I was going out on the job sites, taking pictures, starting to post and whatnot. And it was intimidating to start. And I remember going out with you and everyone respected you so much. And that was one of my favorite site walks because (laughs) it was just this different type of energy that you knew everyone there. You had a relationship to some extent with everyone there and knew about them and you just cared. And you would tell me about the little details of the project that gave me this context that not a lot of people did. And so I just want to let you know that. I appreciate you and I appreciate that you did for me. So you're welcome. um, Hopefully that gives you confidence next time you go out to a job site, you know, just talk to some of the guys in the field and ask those questions and get to know them. And 
also with their personal life and their families. The next time you see them, you know, it's kind of like, how's your wife doing or your son or that baseball tournament you went to, you know, and yeah, they're normal people, Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you just got to kind of remember that. I was pleasantly surprised. Everyone has been very nice at Northwest. I have not felt disrespected here, which mm-hmm. is really incredible. I was really nervous to start in a new industry that I was just not familiar with. And to be nervous and then to come in and have people value, respect me and welcome me with open arms. It was just really overwhelming in the best way. And it was for people like you, Jennifer, and Riley. Like when I met Riley, I was like, wow, these people are all so great. Oh my gosh. It was Riley so is great. It, it was just like the biggest relief. And I love the team that we have. At this summer, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go out of the job site. Yeah. That, that'll be a highlight. Last summer, it was like I didn't know anyone. So great. it was way more intimidating. So I'm really thankful that everyone's been really respectful and supportive yeah. here for me. And I think, too, um, promoting that, like when you were hired, I was so excited. We haven't had anyone in marketing. And, you know, yes, you're young and you're a female, but you were like so just happy and excited to make the office and this company better. Like, what can I do to improve Northwest construction? And even just simple things like your little pet wall with all pictures of everyone's <laughs> animals yeah, I love that wall. in the break room, you know, and. And when I would go around to job sites, I would tell guys about you and what you were doing. Like, oh, have you guys met Kelsey yet? She's going to come out and bring the drone or take photos. And they're all shy to get their photos taken. But I think just the more that we talk about people in the company in a positive way, and especially females too, then, you know, they're more comfortable with that. And they're looking forward to having you come out and do it. So, yeah, it's good. I'm happy to hear those positive things. And I try to reinforce it too, just so... It's, it's not that uncomfortable setting when you go out to the field and <laughs> take people's photos. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it, it was awkward for sure last year when I didn't know anyone. And then I was like coming with a camera, like awkwardly trying to get some good pictures. This summer, I know people way better. So and they know why I'm there. Yeah. So it's going to be a right. lot better. But yes, for sure. I also, I, I don't know how long to do this on podcast, but I'd like to apologize for anyone that I forget your name. Like, I feel like when I go out, everyone knows my name because I'm one of the only females and I don't always know everybody. So what percentage? <laughs> I asked Joe this last time. You know their name. Oh, of the company. How many people? 40, 50. Man, we have a lot of new there's people. A lot of, there's so. a lot of people. There's a lot of new people. Yeah. I think Joe, well. Joe said I'd like 70 or something like that, right? So That's what you said or Joe? <laughs> That's what Joe said. Oh, I was yeah. like, Joe, you're the one that meets everyone. Yeah, so. I think him and Chris would be around 100, you'd yeah. think. It's tough, so. but yeah, people are moving through. So yeah, come say hi to me. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> Let's talk about your family and your life. Yeah. <laughs> so as a male in the, in the industry, what advice would you give me as far as like promoting women and supporting women in the industry? What would you tell us to how you want to be supported or if anything? Yeah, I don't. I mean, again, like Kelsey said, I haven't been disrespected in this company or anything. Like all the males here interact with me just fine. I will say earlier years of starting with Northwest, you know, I would get people's um, phone numbers in the company just because I need to communicate with them and text them about a catch basin or something that they installed. And there were some texts that I got like after hours and not that they were totally inappropriate, but it was just kind of like, 
I work with you and I got to keep it professional. And so those, some of those people aren't at the company anymore, but there have been some kind of crossing the line a little bit. But I think for the most part, the employees that we have here do a great job. And I think that I don't ask anything from anybody else. Just having the respect for all of your peers, male or female, and trying to support them in what they do and work with them, all I can ask for. <laughs> I, I think that that's great. I'm just going to piggyback on that. Riley, uh, I'm just going to answer this question, even though you didn't ask me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of more positive reinforcement of how I felt really supported by people here. Just in general, how I feel supported is when you talk to someone, you can really kind of get this vibe of if they're really interested or engaged or if they really even care what you say. And it's hard to even explain, you know, if you have a bad experience, everyone's had them that you're like, well, they just clearly did not care or just, you know, that was not going to go anywhere. I think just really listening and taking in what someone says, no matter who they are, uh, what they look like, is really important just because they're trying to tell you something and they're coming from a different perspective. And even if it doesn't you know, you don't move forward with it or it doesn't pan out. It's just the respect of listening to someone actively and making them feel like their voice matters so that next time they have an idea, they feel comfortable to speak up and they know that you actually care. I think that's really important just in general, at least from my perspective. If I talk to someone and they're really not interested, it's like just discounting it before I even talk. I think that's when it starts to feel like you're being disrespected. I mean, here I was, I was pleasantly surprised that people cared about my opinion right. coming into the industry new. Yeah. So I would say that that's how I felt supported. And I would yeah. say too, um, you kind of brought up some, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but I know there's times that Chris Tully, Cameron Bell, Dan Collins, certain, you know, leadership roles that we have in the company have stepped in, like maybe I'm trying to fight for something, some extra work or something that is in our, we think is in our scope and the GC is kind of challenging that. And I have someone, a male, you know, come in and support me in that. And for the most part, it is kind of overall respect in the industry. But there are times that just being female or being young that I've been kind of put, they try to put me in a certain place of like, okay, well, you don't know what you're talking about. So we're not going to pay for that change order or move forward with that. And then maybe Joe Davidson steps in and says, no, that's the right way to do things. She's right. And, you know, having that support from your peers in the company has been nice. There, there have been times where having male backup has, I, I've noticed that a little bit in the construction industry. Yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> thinking of, I worked with this outside consultant a few months ago and it was just kind of painful. That That's the only experience since, since I've worked here that I've really had this like, feeling of he's just completely discounting me and not taking me seriously and it got to this point that I told Cameron about it and Cameron was so supportive and really had my back and would step in whenever I you know not feeling comfortable and I think that knowing that our team is here and our leaders are here to back us up is really important to know there are advocates to uplift us and reassure us like no this is wrong and just I have your back is really important so Mm -hmm. shout out to Cameron yeah Yeah. I think also too that you know we've hired HR the last so many years and that we didn't have HR when I first started and so 
there's also kind of been this level of professionalism that we now have with people that are in that role that can help draw a line of like what's appropriate and what's not too. So I appreciate Brett and Greg investing into that side of a business and having that structure too. Yeah, and I, I've definitely noticed, not here in Northwest, but uh, with my old company where I, I got to travel a bit like, like you did and see a lot of the construction around the world. And you kind of realize like, you know, it, it's definitely, um, it's a male dominated industry. And so you're talking about a culture change and you do that by working with individuals. Mm-hmm. So to change a whole culture is tough. Yeah. It's tough. And we're doing it on lots of fronts, right? We're, t- we're changing safety culture. We're changing quality culture. So I think it's I think it's great to see. Right. I agree. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely had its challenges. Even simple things like what to wear to work every day. Like I need to be in an outfit that I can go out into the field, but I also need to be professional in the office and not look too sexy or something. And so, I mean, even Riley right now is wearing a hat. Like, I think if I came to work in a hat, it would kind of look like I'm not dressed up for work. And there's kind of this female expectation that has been a little bit challenging to balance in the construction world because it's, it's so male dominated that I'm trying to fit in with the males, but also look professional. And maybe it's simple and that's just me, but it's been a challenge. Will you remind me what your favorite boots were? that you wear on job sites. I remember when I started, you were telling me the brands that, you know, females <laughs> can wear for construction boots. Yeah, I, I guess it's it really depends on the site. Like sometimes you have to do steel toe or things, but I actually don't know the, the brand. Did I actually show you the brand? Yeah, I think you were telling me about the brand. Oh, I don't I know. Don't <laughs> Disregard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that the, your, uh, your comment about the hat, the, the one, the time I've seen discrimination uh, in the industry was uh, it was a female engineer who made who made a comment about a coworker's pants and how they looked in the pants. And I think if a male engineer had had said that, it would have been totally dismissed and disregarded. And there are some there's some other you know factors behind that, but this female engineer ended up getting blackballed, not demoted, but put in a position of demotion. Right? Yeah, it's real. It's out there. Were there any other uh, follow-up things that you had thought about before uh, the podcast you wanted to cover? I think touching a little bit more on like the career fairs or AGC, like things moving forward, you know, how yeah. to get. How to get in. Yeah. So so if you were to send a message out there to the females looking to get in the industry or want to learn more about um, construction or STEM or anything like that, what are what are some avenues or some resources to, to getting into the industry? So we do a great job here at going to the different career fairs for multiple colleges just in the Northwest. And I try to participate in as many of those as I can. And I have noticed like a, a significant change over the years of those and how many females are coming through um, versus prior years. And so that's really exciting to see, although we're not seeing everyone, you know, hired necessarily here or other companies, it's just, there are more females that are getting into Mm -hmm. that. Um, So I think, Continuing to do that, you know, we work closely with AGC and Anna has approached me and Prima Lee and any, honestly, females or males that want to get involved about ways that we can attend seminars or do different workshops and um, reach out to people in, um, in school. And I think we almost need to start earlier. You know, Brett has allowed me to go back to my high school. They do a yearly career day where people in the industry come and talk about what they're doing and how they went from holy names to where they are now. Cause once you're in college, you pretty much have to decide your major like right away. And so I think it's nice to 
maybe even go beyond that and start reaching out to people in high school and let them know there's great career opportunities in construction, whether you're in the field or in the office and not just in project management, but with our accounting staff or, you know, admin, there's yeah. opportunities. And I just had a conversation with both Tamara and Sabrina when I was at UW Bothell talking about trades. You know, I know that there's a huge deficiency just in general in the nation about people going to college versus going to trade school. And my fiance didn't finish college and I have full respect for him and so many people in the field that it's, it's okay to not do that. And Mandy, is that the girl that spoke yeah. at our, yeah. you know, she was talking about her preschool that had that sign that said, we're the wolves and we're going to college and how you can't have that. It's, that shouldn't yeah. be the expectation because yeah, maybe you didn't do all these hours of school, but there's still so much respect for the superintendents and everyone in the field. What they do is a skill. And mm -hmm. I fully respect that just as much as someone that did four years of college. They're all there for a reason. They're all bringing something valuable. Well, there is like a stereotype of construction worker, right? It's like this big burly guy that swings hammers and, and right. lifts blocks over the head, right? And, and it's important to know like there's, there's, there's no reason why a female can't do what the males currently do in the industry, right? Absolutely. All the jobs are, are catered towards anyone. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I tell people I'm in construction, they kind of look at me like either they think I'm a flagger, like what do you do? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> but then that's an opportunity for me to talk about what I do do. And even my friends think it's impressive. And I'm like, it isn't that difficult. Really, my job is just communication. Of course, I have a background knowledge of construction, and you just get that from experience. But I'm just talking to people about what's going on, what's coming up. And you sit in a couple of meetings, send a couple of emails. Like if, if you have some interest in being outside and half time and being in the office. Okay, half is strong. Yeah. Field are probably gonna <laughs> oh, if I could spend half my time in the field, that would be the dream. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, it's all the, the little girls out there that are listening that are, are being inspired right now. Do you have any final words or thoughts? Or? Well, I think anything I'm going to say sounds really cliche of like, believe in yourself and whatever. But I just hope that we all continue to you know take pride in what we do and recognize others both male and female that are in our company or in the industry and any way that we can reach out and show i know we have participated in the past as you know people bring in their kids so that they can operate equipment or whatnot i think any way that we can reach out and show people what we're doing like even this podcast to have people listen and know that there's opportunities and or people in the field that maybe are interested in getting into an office position or vice versa. Like I remember when interns come in, we ask them like, do you want to work in the office? Like, do you want to work in the field? There's opportunity to do that or even just managing out in the field. So yeah. I think just showing people what those opportunities are and trying to get that out. So not everyone's trying to be a doctor or a nurse or a computer programmer or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And to circle back on Chris's advice earlier, owning what you do in your role and exerting confidence and making it your own. You don't have to do the role like you've seen other people do it. You can do it by playing to your strengths. Mm -hmm. Being a female is a strength. So just making the role your own and not feeling pressured maybe to do it like other people do it, playing to your strengths. So right. that would be my advice. I mean, at this point, it kind of, goes out the window like I don't see a big separation it, being a female and the yeah. role that I'm in and how long I've been here you know I have total security and confidence 
And so if there's any lack of confidence, not because I'm a female, it's because maybe I don't know how to do certain something or it's confrontational. I don't want to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's important to note, like there's no, uh, there's no one path to, to getting where you are, right? Like yeah. Kelsey, you're a great example of coming to a, a construction firm, yeah. right? Like uh, marketing was not something we really had much involvement with. Mm-hmm. And you came and you built a program um, basically out of nothing. Sure. Right. Yeah. And then all I these had a logo. Yeah. <laughs> it started, it started with the logo, right? Yeah. It's turned into a, a podcast and, and promotions and, uh, community involvement. Um, so having an open in mind and, and, uh, uh, taking, taking the path less traveled, I think is important to remember. Mm-hmm. Thanks Riley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It's been great. Yeah. Love this. You guys. And uh, yeah, I definitely think we will have you on again. You cool. know, I think we can. There's lots of opportunities here for for future podcasts. Yeah, well, you know me. I'm gonna go out and promote it to everyone. Yeah. Go be on the podcast. <laughs> you guys have people lining up out the door. Please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, thank you guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming on.